the most perfect intro it's almost like we rehearsed it we're getting better at it we yeah, have just, rehearsed it every episode starts yes, the same way we just improv yeah 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 except for the first one you know that's a good point actually literally i came up with like a quick intro right because at first it was me doing it on my own and then you started doing it i don't even remember anymore I th- I everything's just evolved and changed and yeah. gotten better some things worse some things are the same such as roadside chats some things are better, as in the Joe Rogan stuff. No. Oh, we're the Devil's Advocates Legally Distinct Podcast, yeah. Variety Show, uh, Talk Core, uh, Cicada Core. Did I say band? Yeah, we're a metal band. Yeah, we're metal. We're like we're the Death Valley Death Dogs. Death Valley Death Dogs. <laughs> hey, guess what? Oh, but we're also Howlcore now. Oh, dude, we can totally oh. do that. How- we can make a howl. And maybe, song. And maybe, maybe crow core. <laughs> okay, so I've already got, um, I've already got a good deal of cicada core written. The only thing left uh, is for me to do some finishing, like instrumental touches, and then for us to go. Eee! That's gonna be a very fun song. For I can't three wait. Minutes. It's actually almost just a minute and a half. I decided okay. just to quick. quick. It's got to. It's got to begin. We can can e four. It's got a beginning, a middle, and end. It's it the the beginning is just we'll all be eing, and then I want to do some like cool like hardcore scream part of it, and then we go back to eing for the outro. Um, really nice, tight, simple song. We need to get more people for that. We need like seven or eight people going yeah at the beginning. Well, you know, so it, it'll definitely at least be you, me, and Amy. Mm-hmm. And we Maybe. can always do, we can always double track it so we can do an initial track and then go back and do it again on top of that. Music amazing. It makes, it. yeah, yeah, it makes makes it that kind of thing easy. So, yeah, that stuff is in the works. We're doing it. We're yeah, gonna, we're doing We're so going to make cool. an actual entire album. Originally, we were thinking EP, but now, I mean. Why not? Let's go for it. We have like 15 songs on the board. Yeah, we, we are. Actually, have, we have more than that. We've got so many ideas, so we're just going to cram them all in and make it as long as it is. Or could be. So that's fun. It might just be one album, though, of everything. We like to throw things away here at the Devil's Advocates, Advocates Legally Distinct Podcast. Like your stupid witch song. I mean, it's still. <laughs> It's still out there. We've actually thrown entire episodes away. Like, I still, like, have them, although I did delete a few on purpose. Actually, can we do a witch cover? Can we do a cover of that witch song? Oh, yeah, a metal cover, a metalcore song. Yeah! I am a crazy witch brewing up my stew. What will you give me to put in my stew, bitch? All my blood and gold! my guts and my poop! Inside of your throat. Hold on, I was gonna go poop, but that seemed like too dark. No, poop too dark for us. Yeah. Are you kidding? Poop. Yeah, poop. Keeping this metal album PG. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's where we draw the line. We draw it at poop. Scat. You. You were calling. Hold on. You. You had me. You had me as John the Rape Goblin last episode. (laughs) But but we'll we'll draw the line at poop. Yeah, I, I can't stand it. 
Remember Chomp? Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, well, that, that's we our are line. Traumatized. Yeah, that's our line. Poop is our line. We, we don't are, cross it. We are traumatized. I don't think we've ever made a poop joke on this podcast. We don't. It's funny. We don't go there that often. No. Even though privately I make poop jo- jokes like constantly. Not around me. Yeah, I guess that's it, true. It, it triggers me and I attack you. Yeah, it's true. Violently. I stomp you. Stomp your stupid Muppet face in. Yep. So we were going to talk about something. Yes, I, I, yeah. It's a worthy subject. We're going into the realm of the metaphysical today. What's going on, bro? Well, man. Whoa. I got these crystals. I was going to make that joke, you asshole. You want to lick these <laughs> crystals, man? <laughs> if you lick this crystal right here, it'll make you sign up for PETA. And if you burn this candle, <laughs> man... Your penis will shrink like it should be. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got a, I got like a lot of soy that would do that too. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> you give you man boobs, dude. Like and tiny penis. Let's just, just the way we're supposed to be. And, and burn these candles. You may not like it, but this is, this is peak male. The peak male form. This is peak masculinity. I wear sixteen crystals. Yeah, and slim fit condoms. Yeah. <laughs> Slim fit, extra smalls. <laughs> I have to special order them. <laughs> Alright, so back to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are talking about metaphysical stuff. But not candles and crystals and shrinking your penis. Well, actually, I mean, all any of all of those things could be involved. So here's what we're talking about specifically. We are talking about politicized spiritual warfare, which... Immediately upon hearing that, a bunch of people are going to be like, oh, okay, great, we're listening to actual crazy people. But no, I'm not making this up. This is something that I have seen, like, people are doing. Whether you believe it in it or not is besides the yeah, point. Yeah, but they believe in it. Exactly. And that's the thing that matters with metaphysics, belief. You, yeah, it Somebody it, believes in it. You don't have to believe in, this, in it. You can think it's bullshit all you want. Exactly. I'm curious. It, exactly. <laughs> so, um... It, a lot of it starts around, a, a lot of it revolves around, like, rallies and, uh, like, get, like, political get-togethers, political assemblies. Mm-hmm. And these days, it's very difficult to launch any kind of political assembly without there being some kind of counter uh, assembly. Oh, yeah, no, it happens all the time. It doesn't matter which side you're yeah, on. Yeah, they're... Someone's if, if you're going to really... assemble, somebody else is going to show up to protest you. Yeah, exactly. And they're very unhappy that you have these Why are you saying this? You should agree with me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're wrong. You're We're right. You're Fuck you. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. wait, I mean, wait, hold on. It depends on which... Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Well, I mean, I guess, I, I, I guess on some of those political fronts... So, I mean, we all know about that. We all know about that side of it. Um, also... Lightning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aside from the fact that this is a roadside chat, it's also a stormside chat, which is pretty Ooh. fucking cool. Yeah, so we'll be a little distracted. Um, speaking of being distracted, pause. Alright, I don't know exactly where we were, but... Well, we have water now. We have water now, and that's the important thing. Politicize spiritual warfare. Y'all know about the rallies, y'all know about the counter-rallies. Here's what's going on behind the scenes. Um, the real behind the scenes, not the... Not the conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah, this isn't a conspiracy <clears throat> theory. This shit's just happening. I mean, you can, like, find the evidence yourself. But, um, like, so you would think it would be one-sided. Spirit, like, you would think it would be... Okay, I let me t- take it back. I would think it would be mostly the left 
that would have the witches and the warlocks and all that, all those people casting their little spells to make hell for the other people. Yeah. But no, that's just not the case. And to put people that are uh, the the right wingers in a box like that is is, is just folly. It's just be, not because we live in a modern world and they don't burn witches anymore. Yeah, and people don't fit in boxes exactly. Yeah, like yeah. That. Whatever you want to say about right wingers and left wingers, people have their own opinions. Exactly, and and, and what goes neither, behind them is not our our business. Neither side is a monolith. So on the right, you've got people be, like the gays for Trumps. You've got witches for Trump. Mm-hmm. You've got, you've got Wiccans for Trump and so on and so forth. You've got all of that stuff. Yeah. And they do their work. And so what's funny is you can actually like find videos uh, of like these rallies and these protests and stuff. And you'll see like every now and then you'll see like someone or another will be like, no, you, you don't understand. They're, they are literally like they're, they're doing some shit and you can't see it. But like we, we need to like get out of here. And, like, obviously, like, most of the people like in the area... chanting? No, no, like, they'll be saying, like, someone is... There's, like, witchcraft going on. But, I mean, like, what what's this... What's the... Whatever side is employing it doing? Is there a lot of chanting involved? Is, well, it, it, group, can, is it groups of practitioners? Is it singular practitioner? All does, of, it, does it vary? It varies. Yes, it varies. So, and that's why it's very interesting that, you know... So, the different accounts... They have similarities, but they're all usually very different. Sometimes uh, it is a little bit more open. Like, people will actually be doing spiritual practices uh, openly, but then a lot a lot of it is also covert. So all of a sudden you see someone freaking out and saying, no, they, they're, like, cursing us. They are they're doing something that's going to actually harm us. And, and, like, we need to do this, that, or the other to, to respond to it. And it's funny because, like, most people won't, won't take it super seriously. But it's interesting to see that, that that's happening. And I've then, read books about stuff like this. It, it, one ha- it, what you're talking about once happened in American history and, and was recorded by an observer. And it's happening again. And there's TikTok <coughs> videos of people literally talking about how they're doing this. And, and this is on both sides. People talking about, like, these are the rituals I'm doing. This, this is how I'm preparing before I go to this rally. Um, and, and they'll, like, you know, depending on what type, what breed of, of sorcerer they are, some of them are, uh, like, burying... You know what a sour jar is? Yes. All right, let me describe it. Can I? Can yeah, I, you oh, describe oh, what okay. a sour jar is and okay, what it does. So, so tr- a traditional sa- sh- uh, sour jar, as in used in, tr- in history, is usually a clay pot. Or a metal pot, iron usually, um, and you piss in it, and you put nails in it, and you shit in it, <laughs> and you put something of the person in it, and you like menstrual blood. Yeah, burn it. Uh, you parts find, of dead, yeah, parts of dead rotten animals. Yeah, yeah. Any all, nasty all the thing worst things, any of the any of the if worst it, things you can imagine. If it makes you sick whenever you look at it or open it, and then you throw up inside it. Yeah, yeah and and that actually helps. With exactly, the that's a good thing. Yeah, that's the best thing you can put in it. Your own vibe. <laughs> yeah. How much you maybe it's the best thing to put as the base actually is vomiting into the jar. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of theory with 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 sour jars. I'm not going to get into a lot it. of different crafts. Yeah, it's it's craft very methods. black magic. 
Very black. It's traditional black magic. Mm-hmm. Like we could probably tra- trace it all the way back to Israel if we if, if we tried. I don't. Yeah, these days they generally put them in mason jars. Yeah. So yeah, just do all of that yeah. stuff that he just described that we just described and put them in a mason jar. And then what they'll do is they'll bury it on which like if uh, the sides are are marked out. So like if it's already uh, if the 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 thing is already planned and the different sides are marked out. They'll bury the jars where they know that the, uh, their opposition will be. Oh, like where they'll be standing, like way ahead of time. Like days. Yeah, that's that's reckless. I know, man. It's fucked up. It's like up. terrorism. It's insane. It's like metaphysical terrorism. What you're what you're telling me. And, and you know, and then like some of the more basic stuff is literally just giving giving evil eye out and yeah. that kind of thing. But, Sim- simple curses, but bad energy. There's very complicated, weird stuff, ritualistic stuff that people are doing uh, in order to get the best of their political enemies, and that's on both sides. And and there's also Christians that are doing this too. Oh yeah, they're praying to God for protection. <laughs> Some of them are going back to the original, like... Old Testament? The, yeah, the, theocratic fucking, like, uh, like, pro, like, proto-Abrahamic practices. Wow. Yeah. That's why. Using the Kabbalah and shit as well, in well, addition. Well, there's a, there's a lot of offensive stuff in the Kabbalah, mm-hmm. if, we, if we get into it. Demonology... That's not even Christian anymore. You're, you're you're just off the path. Well, I actually it depends on who you ask because some Christians believe that like they can use demons? the power of Christ to compel demons well, I mean, to do work for God. For yeah. Well, Christ did it himself in the Bible. I, I he it's described in it, him him sent or telling demons to flee or telling them to stand. They couldn't flee in his presence because he was so divine. So to think that... That's so weird. Yes. Because he, he never instructed the demons to do anything. But he, he did... Well, except he for could the have run. if he wanted to. He could have if he wanted to, but that, that wasn't... That's the concept he, that some some people... Oh my god. He, just because he, he could... Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. Just... Like with the sour jar earlier, you shouldn't. You probably should not be messing with demons, even if you're using the power of Christ to compel them. Yep, I would agree with that. I think that is pretty solid metaphysical advice if you're getting into that type of stuff. Yeah. If you're if you're going down a path of utilizing demons to do your work, your dirty work for you, then you might not uh, be on a good path. But. It's not a um, black and white thing, and it's not no. because it's, most metaphysics is great. It's a perspective thing, you know. Depending on how you look at it, if you're in the type of perspective where you're like you believe you're some type of crusader for God, and you can use the King, power you're of like light. King, oh, King Solomon, he he bound demons. Exactly. If we're, if we're going even farther back, and he he used them to build Jerusalem, but he got punished by God. And who's to say these people aren't being that, being punished? I don't know. Yeah, I I just find well, it interesting. But it was that later. It was later on that he was punished. God always waits. I just find it interesting that there are accounts of this type of activity going on, and that people are being open about it. At least in in as much that they will post about it. They won't necessarily openly do it all the time, like where they're at, because then you know that that <clears throat> sets you up for a counterattack and so on and so forth. 
if you believe in that kind of thing, and then you've got a literal, actual, last, like, wizard battle. Yeah. So, I can talk about some postmodern? Is is the 70s and 80s postmodern? That's like new age. New age. Okay, so I can talk about some new age sorcery that happened, that, that, that was uh, recorded recently by someone who is considered credible. Yeah? Yeah, and by a credible organization. <clears throat> so Doug Boyd was a um, researcher for the I want to get this right. He was he was a researcher for. And I can't, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't pull the name out of my ass right now. It's right there. It starts with an M. It's this research group out of Topeka, uh, Topeka, Kansas, that has been studying. And this is this is uh, this is an age of of spiritual awakening in America. It's 1977, just by chance. This sounds familiar. I handed you, I handed you the first book in the series. I'm gonna, I'm going to tell the whole two cool. stories here. And so, Doug, uh, this man named Rolling Thunder, comes. Oh, fitting. Comes comes to Topeka, Kansas, and gives a speech about Native American religion and, and Native American healing. Yeah. And then Doug Boyd travels from Topeka, Kansas, all the way out to California, and lives in this small town in California, past his budget because Rolling Thunder has like entranced him. And is like teaching him through osmosis almost. Right. Yeah. He's, yeah, show, yeah. he's showing him things. He's just, yeah. Yeah. He's just doing magic, and he, and Doug Boyd always has like this unfretted opinion of things. At one point, uh, they go juniper berry picking, and Rolling Thunder walks around the tree, and there's no juniper berry berries on the ground that they can see on their side of the tree, and it's a bunch of people, and they pick like five or six berries, and he comes back, and his his bucket is full. And he's just like, I asked the tree. Wow. So that that that's some good magic. Yeah, I would like to have some some of that. Rolling Thunder tells uh, Doug Boyd about his battle with the dark sorcerer. He he had taken over this cabin, and had these people enthralled. He had built this giant totem. A rainbow. There's a rainbow happening. This is a cool ass story, and we have like. All the signs, it's the right story to tell. With actual Rolling Thunder happening yeah. as, as you're telling the story. Okay, so Rolling Thunder rolls up onto this this cabin with this black sorcerer. He's built this stone altar, and he's decorated with, with, with a headdress, and he's he's stolen, and he has a medicine pouch, and he's stolen uh, Native American magic, and he's using it for black means. And Rolling Thunder... Yeah, dark, for, evil, and Rolling Thunder rolls up on them, and they have a psychic battle against each other. And uh, and Rolling Thunder wins and steals the guy's medicine pouch and goes and throws it into the water, and steals his, so he steals his magic and he throws it away. That's and, fucked. And then he takes the totem and he takes the totem home with him. Okay. Hold on, there's more to this. Yeah. And he's like. As a thing of pride, I tried to defeat it. But while he was in the, in the seven days that it was in his house, it killed one of his cats. The totem did. Yeah, the totem did. Okay. Like so, he's not. So he's not done with the battle. So and then he gets rid of the totem. He throws it away. He's like, 
I tried, I couldn't, I was being prideful, I shouldn't have. Wow. <clears throat> and Rolling Thunder introduces um, Doug Boyd to another man. This man's name is Mad Bear. Mad Bear is a Native American activist and, and Iroquois shaman. Uh, Rolling Thunder was a Shoshone shaman. But they both practice Native American magic. And all the tribes share the same magic, basically. From north to, from, from the top of North America to the... to where the Hopi lands start, that's all Native American magic. When you go into Mexico and South America, you find a different kind of shamanism. We can talk about that later on another episode. Some of it's related. Yeah, some of it's related. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it's related. Mm -hmm. All magic is related. So so is uh, Buddhism and, and uh, Taoism, too. Oh, yeah. They all have the same same basic uh, ideas on, on how to start. It's all about quieting the mind. Yeah. But we'll put that off for another episode. I'll, I'll do a metaphysics lecture sometime. <clears throat> we get back to we get back to Mad Bear. Uh, Doug Boyd goes and lives with Mad Bear for for a couple months, and Mad Bear shows him some some stuff, and then <coughs> um, we get to 1984. So Doug Boyd has been entrenched in, in, in this, um, and we get to the UN peace. A peace summit, and uh, no, a UN summit to um, bring Native American to to acknowledge Native American religion as as a true religion. And during this during this summit, um, this black practitioner shows up and tries to fuck with it. He hires a guy and he tries to steal Mad Bear's medicine bag. That's Jeez. a bad idea. That's yeah. a bad idea. With the a guy, name the like guy Mad Bear. Hmm? With a name like Mad Bear. Mad Bear 66. Oh, yeah. 360. That's a bear. But that's not why it's a bad idea. The guy gets mentally fucked up for stealing it. Oh. Like, touching it and without permission. Uh, immediate curse. Yeah, immediate curse. He hexed the guy who was holding the bag. Mad Bear gave it to someone to hold because he couldn't keep it on the whole time. Man, this is insane. Yeah, and this so, is so complicated. Oh, it gets better. It gets better. It gets better. Yeah. So, um. <clears throat> we so they catch the guy. Mad yeah. Mad Bear is like he got fucked up, but we didn't do it. He was already fucked up when we found him. We just talked to him. It wasn't us, we swear. It wasn't us, we swear, was the bag. <laughs> Look, so, the, I know there's blood on my boot and a boot-shaped imprint on the back of his head, but... It's it, not my boot. It was, the, it was the bag that did that. <laughs> it was definitely not my boot. <laughs> it was definitely not the boot. Um, so, second day of the summit, or no, seven days later, uh, the UN is meeting... All these world religions have gathered. There's this Shinto priest. He's really interesting. Yeah, Mad I love Bear, Shinto. Mad Bear says he has a snake on him. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel a sort of connection to Shinto. 
Shintoism is a really interesting one. That's definitely one for another pa- episode. Part too. of part of it, I have have a hard time grasping my mind around. But other parts of it, where it comes to actual practice of it, I think that's where you can closely find what I do in practice. Yeah. Just intuitively. Okay, but fact of the matter, yes. he meets all these world leaders, the Dalai Lama's there, some other, some, uh, another Buddhist leader's there, a yogi's there, um, and they get hexed right before they're supposed to talk. And all of them can't talk. All their sore throws, throats get sore. And uh, they use Tiger Bomb to, 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 to ease it, because Tiger Bomb has great metaphysical properties. One of the yogis had it. And then Mad Bear did something to get rid of it because the best way to beat, beat the type of magic is use that type of magic. Man, I use so much Tiger's Bomb. And then, but not for metaphysical. I use it for physical and then reasons. During, during his time with Mad Bear, um, Doug Boyd... Uh, there, there's two other things I want to talk about Mad Bear real quick. Uh, one other Doug Boyd story. He, he had this ring that Mad Bear noticed on their first meeting and would like talk about periodically. And then at one point, he met another person with the ring. And the guy took it off, but he didn't want to give it up, and he put it right back on. And then um, Mad Bear asks for the ring. It's a very beautiful ring. I imagine it's like this gold band with like etchings in it of... of of vines or something, something you want to wear. And he takes the ring away, and he brings it back, and it's ugly now. And Doug Boy doesn't want to put it on. And, he, and Mad Bear talks about him being a part of something, and Doug Boy doesn't want to be a part of anything. And he's like, I'm never going to put the ring on again. And he tucks it in his pocket, and he never wears the ring again for the rest of his life. Damn, it's the one ring. And, and, but the ring just showed up one day. And another guy had the same story of a, of, a, of a ring just showing up one day and he never wanted to take it off. Fucking... Isn't that a weird little metaphysical story? My precious ass. And then, then after Mad Bear had learned to trust Doug Boyd enough, he brought him into his office one day and he opened up his desk and he pulls out this little skull. And he says, they gave it to me. And it's like this little human skull. A tiny human skull. A tiny human like skull. Like a baby skull? No, 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 no. Just no, a no. tiny human like skull. Like a very little human okay, skull. Okay, all right, all right. A miniature like, skull. Like, it would be proportioned perfectly if you were 11, 12, 13 inches tall. Okay. And he says, they're there. They're real. They live in the forest. They trust me. They let me have this. What, like fairies? Like little people, like the little people. Well, like Faye? I I don't know. They live in the forest, and they and they gave him a the skull. people of the hills, the pe- people of the woods, the people. folk of the fair folk yeah, of the, the woods, like the fairies. That yeah, exactly. It and has I, to I, be. It, I, I guess if you want to call it that, yeah, it was the fairies. It has to be them, right? Yeah. Who? who uh, what else could that be? Tiny little skulls mm-hmm. of people that would of, communicate of with little them. people, and they had their own the culture. And they would hide away from people because they Sounds didn't. Like the but they didn't used to hide away from people. They were very social with us. And then we started cutting down woods and stuff, and destroying their homes. Wow! Wow! Actual confirmation of fairies. I mean, not like those pictures from England. No, it's interesting because of the 
the crossover. I mean, it's not like explicitly fairies, but the Menninger Foundation. He was working for the Menninger Foundation. Oh, you got it. Yeah, I got it. Out of Topeka, Kansas. In the seventies, eighties, and I don't know if it's still going past them. Well, that is a really interesting story. I this hope. is a cool episode, a met- yeah. metaphysical episode, and we'll, we'll 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 talk about this some more. We have a lot we have a lot to talk about on this on these subjects. Oh yeah, it's we, true. We can do like a yeah. If you like this, we can do like Betty Tatalaski did. Uh, what, what was that? What, what was that show she did with um, with with um, Daryl, Daryl Stroop, A Journey Through Time. If you guys can find it, go look for A Journey Through Time if you were, were interested in this episode. There's someone with way more personality and charisma than us who talks about these things with way more knowledge. And if you find this interesting, let us know. Oh, but but don't join our cult. I mean... You can if you want to. Yeah, it's optional. Cults are optional. Cults are optional. You should join our cult. Yeah. Become a fan of the Devil's Advocate's Legally Distinct Podcast. Follow today. Subscribe. <laughs> like. Uh, we're sponsored by subscriptions, likes, and uh, <coughs> follows. 